Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. KMLE FM and HD1 Chandler Phoenix. Your start of the day with Gunner and Cheyenne. Powered by NobleRam.com. Now, please pause while we salute America. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight Oh, the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming. And the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air, gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. 
This morning, today, final day for you to get your hands on some Morgan Wallen tickets. Final day, at least for uh, for now. Yes. We'll have plenty more Morgan Wallen tickets for you uh, soon. But uh, today, final day, as far as this contest goes, is one night at a time world tour with Hardy, Ernest, and Billy Zimmerman. We'll be at Chase Field on July 19th and 20th, uh, 2023. Uh, your chance of tickets at eight minutes past uh, every hour all day today. And then tomorrow, we kind of shift focus uh, it's our annual St. Jude Country Kids for St. Jude Kids Radio Thumb. Yeah, and I'm, personally, I look forward to this. I know it's heavy stuff, but I really like raising money for St. Jude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's, it's great to do, uh-huh. right? But like you said, it is very heavy. It's heavy stuff. You know, and I mean, they do great work there at St. Jude. They saved my daughter's life. Yeah. You know, so it is, it is tough to kind of get into that mode. Well, I mean, we're going to be doing it uh, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. tomorrow, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Friday. So there's 24 hours that it'll be you and I, Cheyenne, on the air uh, sharing stories, uh, t- sharing Tatum's story and her testimony, and um, just uh, sharing everything, all the good that St. Jude does and trying to raise as much money as we can because they do a lot of good there. Yeah, they like do. I said, they saved my daughter's life. I mean, even though my daughter didn't go to St. Jude, it was the protocol and the research done at St. Jude that did save her life here locally uh, here in the Valley. But uh, we'll have more on that tomorrow as we uh, will be doing our St. Jude Catcher Cares for St. Jude Kids Radiothon. All right, here's your morning riddle. Okay. It has to do with Christmas as Christmas is just around the corner. On Christmas Eve, what question can children never answer yes to? On Christmas Eve, what question can children never answer yes to? As always, if you think you know the answer, you can text us at 22108. We'll get you the correct answer coming up here in six minutes. But uh, hang on for that code word for those Morgan Wallen tickets. First code word of the day is coming up here in three minutes. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Your shot at Morgan Wallen tickets at eight minutes past every hour all day today. Uh, if you missed the code word just minutes ago, it was truck, T-R-U-C-K, truck. Text that in right now to 22108, and you'll be in to win those Morgan Wallen tickets. Good luck. Uh, the morning riddle, Christmas morning riddle, uh, on Christmas Eve, what question can children never answer yes to? On Christmas Eve, what question can children never answer yes to? I have a guess. All right. And I'm excited because I haven't really even had a guess since we started Christmas riddles. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you've got any correct. <laughs> no, um, I have so not. So maybe, maybe things will change today. Let's, Hopefully. Let's hit some of these incorrect guesses, though, coming in on text at 22108. Uh, text to the 602. Have you been good all year? <laughs> On Christmas, <laughs> on Christmas Eve, what question can children never answer yes to? That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is incorrect. Text to the 208, if they saw Santa or Rudolph's nose. Incorrect. Okay. Text to the 602, are you tired? Incorrect. Text to the 602, do you want coal in your stocking? <laughs> That's valid. That's a great answer. Uh, that is incorrect. <laughs> uh, are you ready for bed? That is a text of the 520. Uh, that is incorrect. Um, everybody else is correct. 
Okay. Cheyenne, on Christmas Eve, what question can children ever answer yes to? Are you sleeping? Are you asleep? There it is. Yeah! On Christmas Eve, what question can children never answer yes to? The answer is, are, are you, you asleep? asleep? That they were asleep. Sense. You can't answer yes to it. The Money Riddle every weekday morning at 6 here on Camel Country. Uh, coming up next. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Camel Country 107.9. Unqualified advice for life-changing situations. You get what you pay for. This is Gunner and Cheyenne's Big Decision. How are we doing every Wednesday at about this time? If you got a big decision you're facing, you can drop into our DMs on Instagram at Gunner and Cheyenne. And uh, we'll give you our two cents. We're not all that educated, but, you know, we got some street smarts. And we try. We try to give the best advice we can. <laughs> and then we throw the question out to Camel Nation and they chime in as well. So you can always text us your thoughts at 2218. Uh, here we go. Gutter and Cheyenne, here's the big decision I'm facing. I received an empty envelope from my mail carrier. I assume it's for a tip. <laughs> Is that rude? Am I rude not to tip? Isn't he doing his job? <laughs> simple question. Yeah. I mean, quick, it seems simple. Quick to the point. Yeah. Empty envelope in the mailbox, Cheyenne. You throw money in there and put it back in there. What are you doing? Uh, I Okay, first I want to acknowledge the fact that I love mail carriers. I appreciate what you guys do, and I think that it's great. And you are providing a service, so I want to acknowledge that, right. okay? But I do agree that they are doing their job. It is what they are doing. Now, if you feel personally, internally, that you want to leave a gift or tip them during the holidays, that's up to you. But I think that leaving an empty envelope with the intention of asking for a tip is rude on the mail carrier's well, part. Well, okay, it's definitely rude. Yeah. <laughs> but as far as leaving a tip, are you leaving a tip for the mail carrier? I mean, I've never done it. I'll be honest. I've never done that. I remember delivering newspapers for the Seattle Times uh, back when I was oh, 13, 14. Just a young like, buck. Yeah, a young lad. <laughs> uh, it was my favorite time of year. I would always get tips. Really? You know, yeah, and I remember one particular house because I was delivering newspapers at a country club. And yeah, there'd be a oh. little white envelope, nice little $20 bill in there. Really? Yeah. Oh, I loved it. Loved this time of year as a newspaper carrier. But uh, I mean, it's the question. You know, I mean, um, they are providing a service. Uh-huh. We tip waiters. We tip waitresses. We tip Uber drivers. We tip uh, Uber Eats, uh, DoorDash. Uh, we tip uh, espresso stand workers. Why do we tip them but not the mailman? That's a great point. I just don't. I've never done it. I know my grandma you my grandma does, but I don't. Um, could the argument be made that postal workers they don't get a reduced salary because tips are part of the uh the deal? I mean they definitely could. Because implied the uh the waiters and waitresses, they uh-huh. don't they don't make you know the amount of money the postal workers do, right? That's Knowing a very good point. That tips are part of the salary. You wanna know what I think is valid? Tipping them on rainy days or terrible weather days. Like days where it's just like you don't even want to go to work, but they're doing it. So tip them on those days. <laughs> Leave a little something, something the next day. You'll do day. it then, but you won't do it in the holidays? I mean, no. I mean, yes. I I just, I've never done it. Okay. Nothing has ever crossed my mind to go, I should leave my mail carrier tip. Well, here's the thing about mail carriers these days. Now, we love you, uh, of course, but all they bring is bills these days. <laughs> That's it. Amazon <laughs> brings the fun stuff. You tipping your Amazon worker? I feel like I should. He comes to my house enough. I know, right? All right, what are your thoughts on this Camel Nation? Big decision today. You can text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand.
Well, the big decision today uh, that somebody at Camel Nation messaged us with, it's a decision that they are facing on whether or uh, whether to or not uh, tip the mailman. Uh, the message that we received on Instagram at Gutter and Cheyenne says, I received an empty envelope from my mail carrier. I assume it's for a tip. Is that rude? Am I rude not to tip? Isn't he just doing his job? Uh, Cheyenne says that, uh, I mean, I, I think we all could agree that leaving the envelope in the uh, mailbox is just very rude. Yes. You, you know? want to know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Home Alone 2 when Kevin checks into the hotel and the bell, the bellhop <laughs> is like standing there with his white gloves rubbing his fingers together. <laughs> and he gives the bubble gum. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what that reminds me of. Totally does. It's pretty much, it, it is. It's the paper yeah. version of that. Totally is. Uh, but, you know, aside from the envelope being left in the mailbox, do you tip the mail carrier? Is that somebody that you add to your uh, tip list? You know, there's a lot of people that we tip in the, uh, in, the in our day-to-day. Right. You know, baristas, waiters, waitresses. Um, even the, what, what still baffles me about uh, with casinos is like if you get a hand pay, which is like if you hit a jackpot on a slot machine and they come and uh, give you your $700 or whatever you won, you're supposed to tip them for delivering you your cash that you won from the slot machine. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm it's, not I'm not I'm not tipping that person. It's, it's etiquette, I guess. Casino etiquette to tip the person who delivered Man. you your money. They walked from the back room with a piece of paper and my cash. With I think a it's water like cash. I'm not yeah. doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, where do you draw the line? Yeah. You know, mail carriers, I, I, I know they've been tipped, you know, by people, certain people. You know, some of the text coming in at 22108 says that they have tipped mail carriers. I, As a prior newspaper guy, a delivery guy, I, I used to get tipped as a kid. You Which know? everybody loves. I mean, I think everybody would love to be tipped. But is it, was it different back then? Because, I mean, I would throw on, you know, the, the thing over my shoulders and I yeah. would manually be riding my bike up the hill to deliver you your newspaper. See, I feel like I would tip my paper boy if that was the case. You know, that was back in the day. They yeah. don't do that anymore. Now it's adults deliver newspapers. They just tuck it in your driveway or whatever. And maybe, you know? maybe it lands in your property. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But with a male person, they get a full salary. Right. They get benefits. Yes. They get decent pay. So do you tip them for doing their job? That's I don't the question. personally tip. I'm just saying. Um, let's see. Text before you know. Being that we never seem to have the same mail carrier two days in a row, I would not leave a tip. That's a very good point. I, I feel like I, I mean, I, I have like the same two mail carriers. I feel like okay. they alternate. It's, it's interesting. Uh, text the 808. My parents used to buy beer for the trash man every Christmas in Hawaii. Uh, text the 602. My my mail people know to knock on my door. Always available are snacks, drinks, and popsicles, etc. But they get great benefits. A gratuity, a gratuity is just that, showing gratitude. Yeah. Popsicles win my people over 112, on 112 degree days more than a gift card. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. Uh, text the 623. No, I never tip the mailman because they get paid a lot more than a server or a barista does. Okay. Yeah, I, I think that's very valid. Text the 928. I'm a mail carrier. Tips at Christmas time are much appreciated, but I would never put an empty, uh, an empty envelope <laughs> in somebody's mailbox. <laughs> but let me also say, when you order pizza, you generally tip the delivery driver for a one-time delivery, and I bring you stuff almost every day. That That is a good point. But the pizza delivery guys, they don't get paid as much, and they don't get the benefits. Yeah. Yeah, y- y'all get benefits. It's the benefits. Uh, text of the 417. Mailman get paid by our taxes uh, to start, but I also still tip during the holiday season anyway. <laughs> Which is actually kind of like a tip since it's coming from us anyways. 
Uh, I texted the 602. We tip because uh, they get less. M- oh, hang on. Let me see here. I think there's two texts here. Text the 623. Teachers don't get tips either. We teach to protect your prized possessions. And they don't get paid that much. Oh. So should we tip our teachers? But where do we draw the line? <laughs> where does the line get drawn? <laughs> I agree. I don't know. I, I, I've never, even though I received uh, tips as a newspaper carrier, I've never tipped the other uh, mailman. I haven't. Yeah. You I know? just say it's not something I think about. I would think that if I were to do this, like currently I live in an apartment, so my like my mailbox is in a very big place. I would rather do what that texter did and like have something that they could have right now. You know, like put a little treat box in my mailbox and say for you. Like that's something I would do. <laughs> for you. Like for my mailman. It's <laughs> very personable. I, well, I don't for know what you. <laughs> Saying like, I live in an apartment. You know the person's name. Like, if you're gonna tip for them, like, the mailman, at least with the waitress or whatever, they're wearing a name tag. You at least know their name for you. Your mailbox. You, you, you lucky. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, honestly, I think the Amazon guys at my house more than the mailman. So, I, you know, yeah, should I be tipping the Amazon guy? Maybe with you, probably. I think it comes down to personal preference there, <laughs> you know. So I hope that helped. Whoever messaged us that, who wanted to remain anonymous, hope that helped. For, uh, uh, helped you today. It's got to be like, I don't know. I'm so baffled at the fact that we just tip everybody. <laughs> that that part still yeah. just drives me crazy. But that's All okay. right, on the way, seven oh eight. Your next shot at those Morgan Wallen tickets. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, if you're looking for Morgan Wallen tickets, we've got them for you. Coming up at 7.08. Uh, there are still texts coming in on this uh, tipping conversation we were on. Uh, the big decision today that somebody is facing, somebody messaged us uh, saying that their mailman left an envelope in their mailbox and whether or not they should tip the mailman. I mean, I think we all agreed that the leaving the the... The empty envelope in a mailbox is very rude. It's so passive aggressive. Like, why? But moving past that, yeah. You know, do you tip your mailman? Uh, I do want to mention a couple of uh, texts that came in on the whole envelope thing. Um, some people are wondering, like, uh, saying, ask the neighbors uh, if they received an empty envelope as well. It could have been a mistake. That's a good point. Um. Another person said, did they uh, forget to put postage on a mail on an envelope? And they're just looking for the postage money. But I mean, wouldn't there be like an explanation to it? I mean, if it's empty envelope, are you automatically assuming it's a tip or what? I mean, I think I would. Or I would just be like, oh, look, an empty envelope got in my mailbox. I would throw it away. Well, I mean, it is <laughs> I mean, it is the holiday yeah. season, you know. I guess it's safe to assume it would be for a tip, right? I think so. You know, uh, But I, I guess do check with your neighbors. But uh, here's some more uh, text coming in on uh, this whole tipping conversation on whether you tip your mailman or not. Uh, text the 480. Everyone nowadays is asking for tips. If all you are doing is putting mail into my mailbox or handing me food through the drive-thru and you are making... Uh, at least minimum wage. I should not be giving you a tip, but if you're providing quality service, being a server or a, or a waitress or even an Uber driver, uh, you are not making a livable wage and you are relying on your hard work to earn the money uh, to live. Yeah, I get that. Here's a great point with the, uh, the mail carriers of yesteryear and uh, the mail carriers today. Uh, text the 724. 20 years ago, small town mail, mail carriers held their job for years. They became a part of daily life. My mail lady would give treats to our dog, bring me and my siblings candy on the holidays. 
She was part of my childhood. We always tipped her on the holidays. Now mail carriers come and go. Different drivers all the time. The pride in the job isn't there anymore. The nostalgia is gone. That I would agree with because that kind of reminds me of my grandma's relationship with her mail guy. Like she knew his name. He knew about us. Like they made a point to have a relationship. I couldn't even tell you what my mail person looks like. The only well, reason I, mean, I know them is because they're in uniform. Well, yeah, you're in a you're in an apartment complex, so they're all delivering to the uh, just a wall of mailboxes, right? The communal right? mailbox, yeah. Text the four eight zero. I have only tipped the mailman when I lived in a community where they deliver to each house, not when it's all in clusters. So, I mean, that is a great yeah. point. Yeah, is that if the mailman comes to your house and personally delivers your mail into that mailbox on your property, maybe it's worth tipping them. But I mean, now. They're all, they just pull their truck up to a cluster of mailboxes and throw the mail in there. Some people have pointed out that the, it's not even their mail sometimes that they get. They they got to go deliver their their neighbor's mail to that their neighbor's house because they ended up with the neighbor's mail in their mailbox. I mean, that is a great point. So, so I'm still not tipping. So isn't the tip <laughs> for the mail carriers? We love you. I'm not, I'm not yeah, sitting yeah, here. Yeah, like, yeah. We're not dogging on you mail carriers because I know a lot of you are listening. But isn't the tip for the mail carriers from here on out? Our tax dollars to create those communal mailboxes to make it easier for the mail carriers, like that. <laughs> I mean, that's because I mean that, that is tax is dollars, valid. right? To put those things in there. So that kind of I'm like assuming. that was our tip. That's like our forever. That's right. Tip. We made we made your job easier. You're with welcome. The, with, yeah, with the, just all the mailboxes <laughs> in one spot. We made your job easier. Oh, man. I know. We appreciate you, mail yes, carriers. Just keep the bills out of the mailbox. Like, make Just hang on to those. Yeah. <laughs> Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. The one place I would never expect to run into a rattlesnake is uh, Top Golf. Yeah. That's what happened the other day. Top Golf in Scottsdale. Somebody, uh-huh. um, I don't know. They, uh, they almost put their hand into a golf bag or something. I heard one place it was a golf bag, and then uh, it seems like it was the ball dispenser. I don't know exactly where the rattlesnake was, but uh, somebody encountered a rattlesnake at Top Golf. They had to uh, call Rattlesnake Solutions to go uh, to to go handle this rattlesnake, pull it out of its location at Top Golf, and then they went and returned it to the wild. But the one spot that I would not expect to run into a rattlesnake would be Top Golf, honestly. I mean, it kind of makes sense because they have that lower level that just sits on the ground, so it's easy to get to. It's getting cold at is that night. Where they found it was a lower level. I mean, I would I, that. Yeah, would have that to be is there. my assumption. I don't see a rattlesnake slithering up a post. Well, you know what? Next time I go to Top Golf, no more lower level. <laughs> It's I not like, happening. I like to enjoy myself in Top Golf. Yeah, that's you know? terrifying. I'm not going to worry about rattlesnakes. Last thing I want to do is put my hand somewhere and get bitten. Right. That's the last place I would think it would be. That's insane. But uh, the video that uh, 12 News has of this thing, they they returned the rattlesnake to the wild, and he just kind of slithers into some hole. <laughs> and I'm like, and like let's, let's put yourself with a rattlesnake right. perspective, right? I mean, this time of year, they're not like they're not that active, right? right? They're yeah. supposed to be sleeping. Uh, it says the uh, the brewmate underground brewmate. I don't know what that means. I have a uh, it's like an insulated tumbler thing. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I, <laughs> I got a whole bunch of those at home. But uh, is that what they call it? brewmate? Is uh, I gotta see what the definition. I would have just is. always called it like they hibernate essentially because it's cold at night. Yeah, so it makes sense that they you know stay. But it does like I did see the video and they just like they try to like poke its head into some random hole and the snake just kind of 
it hesitates and then yeah, it but, goes. Yeah, but I mean, those reptiles, they got to be similar to humans where you kind of have your home, right? You know, you like if if somebody released somebody into my neighborhood, they ain't coming to my house. <laughs> you know what I mean? This looks nice. Yeah, so they release this rattlesnake to the wild and he just kind of slithers down to these holes. <laughs> Excuse me, is anybody yeah, home? I know. <laughs> that rattlesnake who's broomating right now is going to wake up to <laughs> a stranger. A stranger. <laughs> When they wake up in a few months, like, what is happening here? <laughs> When'd you get here? Yeah. <laughs> well, I tried to brumate at Top Golf, and they <laughs> they said no. They yanked me out of where I was going to brumate at. <laughs> Not really sure why. <laughs> <laughs> Cheyenne's got a dad joke coming up next. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, it's that time of the year. Uh, companies are having their Christmas parties. And there was one that was happening in northern Michigan this last weekend. Kind of went a little sideways, Cheyenne. Okay. Like, but how sideways? The Grinch had a little too much to drink and beat up Rudolph. <laughs> that was like a good time to me. So what's the issue? The party was at a hotel in Traverse City, Michigan. A 30-year-old employee dressed as the Grinch attacked another 30-year-old employee dressed up <laughs> as a reindeer. Uh, police said the Grinch was the aggressor and started throwing the punches. Well, you know... It happens. It happens? Why? Like, that's what happens. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Oh, jeez. I mean, alcohol, the Grinch, it makes sense. But what did they fight over? I've been on this earth 41 years, Cheyenne. Uh I have yet to see, I've been been to a party, a Christmas party at that, a company Christmas party, where somebody was A, dressed up as the Grinch, (laughs) and B, somebody else is dressed up as a reindeer, (laughs) and they fought each other. You're sitting there saying it happens. It happens. Like it people, doesn't happen. <laughs> they just happen to be dressed up. It was probably animosity leading into it. Uh, it's not clear what led up to the fight, but alcohol was involved. Uh, <laughs> cops arrested the Grinch uh, for assault. <laughs> I mean, if that happens, I can only imagine what other things happen at company Christmas parties, Cheyenne. I, I mean, I can only imagine. I've only been to a handful of company Christmas parties, and most of them... Have been in the last four years. So, yeah, what did, did you not have any company Christmas parties nope. at any of your other employer, employers that you worked at over the years? Nope, I did wow. not. They were terrible. They just cheap? Yeah, super cheap. Yeah. And also, it's a lot of shift work. Like, it's hard to plan Christmas parties around like ambulance shifts and things like that. So, oh, yeah, it's a 24 hour a day thing. Yeah. yeah. So, the stuff like that is really hard. That would, that would be crappy. Like, if you're the dude working the swing shift. Seven to midnight on the company Christmas party night, and you got to be there being sober. Yeah, and everybody else just having a good time. Exactly, it's not fun. It's not a good time. So no, they just didn't plan any. Got to be some parties out there. I mean, if Grinch and uh, Reindeer are fighting each other all the time, there's got to be some good <laughs> stories out there. So did anything crazy ever go down at your work Christmas party? Uh, did anybody get canned for what they did? Ooh, did HR put up flyers <laughs> saying do "Don't let what happens tonight impact your position tomorrow"? <laughs> Did you ever watch Office Christmas Party? Come on. No. Great movie. Kate McKinnon and uh, gosh, who else is in that movie? I'm going to have to watch it because that sounds funny. I thought we started watching that. Jason Bateman, Jennifer Aniston, Kate McKinnon. No. Olivia Munn. Oh, such a good movie. I do feel like this is a conversation we have every year about Christmas parties and you tell me to watch it and I never do. Yeah, the Office Christmas Party movie. Have you ever had like a raging Christmas party? The things like, did anything get out of hand? Mm. 
Not not that I recall. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, I, we, I've had a lot of them over the years. And yeah, there was, you know, there were boozes involved with pretty much every one. But right. everybody pretty much behaved themselves. We just went to one this last weekend up in uh, your hometown of Yakima, Washington. My wife still works for a company up there. So they had theirs this last weekend. And yeah, there was a lot of booze involved, but nothing crazy. Really? Yeah, nothing, uh, you know, a lot of people took off early. Uh-huh. You know, maybe maybe those are the ones that caused the trouble. And they're like, I'm, and they uh, know. I, I, I'm enjoying my job here and I'm going to take <laughs> off. You know? I know what happens when I drink too much. So I'm yeah. going to go home before it happens. All right. If you've got an office Christmas party uh, story, we'd love to hear you. Text us at 22108. What went down? Did somebody get canned at the office Christmas party? Did the Grinch beat up a reindeer? I mean, if that happens... <laughs> I will uh, allow Cheyenne's comment to live on. I, I don't believe it. But you can text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, did anything crazy go down at uh, one of your office Christmas parties? Maybe it was uh, a recent one. Maybe it was one that happened years ago that is still living in your mind because uh, just how crazy it was. You know, it happens. You involve booze. And um, things are, are bound to happen. Sometimes people are adults and mature about it. And right. you have a nice little office Christmas party, uh, exchange gifts, and you go about your way and, and you know, <laughs> nothing goes down. You know, but I mean, sometimes you have somebody's husband or boyfriend or girlfriend or, or whatever there, and they're enjoying themselves and having a little too much booze, and they don't know how to act. You know, when they have that much booze in their system. That's so embarrassing, first of all. Very embarrassing. <laughs> so embarrassing. Is that a deal breaker? Is it a deal breaker if that handle, happens? If somebody can't handle the booze? No, if they get into a fight at your Christmas party because they can't handle their booze. <laughs> Probably because they're risking your career. Yeah. You know? I mean, if that goes down. But I mean, for, I mean, just in general, it'd be weird to date somebody that can't handle their alcohol. You yeah. You don't worry about them everywhere you go. That would be so stressful. No, thank you. I got a buddy who just drinks too much, and he ends up like with his shirt off trying to fight people. <laughs> Stop going to the bar with that guy a long time ago. <laughs> Sounds like something you should have stopped doing <laughs> decades ago. Yeah. That's terrible. So anything go down at your office Christmas party? Uh, there are stories coming in by text at 22108. Text the 623. I was in the Navy on a submarine. Each boat in the Navy has a drug and alcohol prevention advocate, ARDAPA. Uh, the acronym for what I just said, uh-huh. DAPA, was seen using a beer bong at our command party <laughs> by the captain of our submarine. Every command uh, function for the next two years was dry. No alcohol allowed. Oh, that sucks. So one person's always got to ruin it for everybody else. Text the 40 no, we had our office Christmas party at a go-kart place, and so one of the guys got so drunk, he tried to steal the go-kart. He literally tried to drive it out of the go-kart place, but we had to stop him by hog-tying him. <laughs> Wow. We yep. just talked about the fact that you had a cup, an adult company Christmas party at a go kart place. At a go kart place, that's pretty cool, though. <laughs> Come on, I mean, what would you, where would you rather have it in the office or at a go kart place? That is a good point. Yeah, I will it, stand corrected. Get it out of the office, <laughs> you know. I uh, texted the 623. Speaking of getting it out of the office, we had a company Christmas party at the owner's million dollar house, and a oh. fist fight broke out <gasps> between an employee and an employee's boyfriend in the middle of the kitchen. Oh, I broke it up, but then they went outside and started fighting again. It was crazy. <laughs> no, absolutely not. 
Um, text with the 602. We had a guy dress up as our boss and he mocked our boss all night. My boss ended up throwing hands with him after he made a joke about his wife. My coworker oh, no. got fired and my boss was arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a mess. Like, I can see how that's funny for like five minutes, yeah. maybe. But if it's like continuously through the night, no. See, there's just so much liability now. Yeah. You know, people sue over everything. And that's what that, people ruining the fun, man. Right. Like, learn how to contain your alcohol and be an adult. Yeah. But I mean, some people, you know, they just don't drink. Yeah. You know, throughout the year. And then the one time a year, you know, there's free booze. I mean, it's very tempting. <laughs> and then you're just having a good time and you start drinking. It just got kind of, you remember, you know, your, your days and being able to consume alcohol and just keeps going down. And, <laughs> and you just can't, you know, handle yourself. And I mean, that that's, that's why I drank on a regular basis. <laughs> One time a year. Yeah, yeah. So I don't act like a fool at company Christmas parties or any other event. That is why. That is what I tell myself, Cheyenne. Is just Whatever helps you yep. sleep at night, yep. man. <laughs> All right, if you got a story to share with us, a 2 2 what a wait. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Uh, the story's coming in. Uh, I want to read a few more of these about stuff that went down at your office Christmas party. Did somebody get canned for what they did? On this conversation because of the, uh, an office Christmas party that happened last weekend in Michigan. Uh, somebody dressed as the Grinch, had a little too much to drink and beat up Rudolph. Some dude named, uh, some dude was wearing a Rudolph costume. And I'm kind of curious, how cool of a Christmas party was that? That everybody's dressed up in their favorite uh, Christmas right? character. Like, that sounds fun to me. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Speaking of uh, uh, having fun, you, you had mentioned who wants to have a Christmas party at a uh, go-kart spot, yeah. Cheyenne. And you said... Uh, uh, that's what you said, and somebody texted in saying, uh, "Lame Cheyenne." Oh, what's wrong with having a Christmas party at a uh, at a go kart spot? Because the only go kart place I've ever been to is like a small town family fun center. So to me, that seems very childish. No, the, the bumper boats and all. Come on, you have been on. to this fun center because yeah, you used to live in my hometown. It is horrible. So when I think of a go kart track, that's what I think of. I have never been to anywhere else well, that should tell me otherwise. Yeah, well, I mean, down there in Scottsdale, they got that uh, go-kart spot, uh, and they got a bar in there and everything else. See, I, okay, yeah. that is different. I've just never been to that, so it's not what I think of when I think of a go-kart track. Are you saying go-kart or goat-kart? Go-kart. Go-kart. I heard it a few times that I just heard on that last one. I just, I just wanted to make sure. I mean, sure maybe you- I said go-kart. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably, like, my brain says <laughs> I would like to go to a goat cart track. <laughs> goat. I wasn't trying to say goat cart. Just how it came out of my mouth. Nothing crazy uh, ever go down at your work Christmas party. Did anybody get canned? What happened? Stories are coming in at 22108. Uh, text of the 480. I had the head of HR get so drunk she was giving lap dances. <gasps> and we all knew her husband. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's intense. The head of HR. Usually they're so proper and yeah. uh, and making sure that people follow the rules. Here's a clip from the Office Christmas Party movie. God, this is perfect, perfect lead into this okay. little clip, right? This is the head of HR at the Office <laughs> okay. Christmas Party uh, in the movie Office Christmas Party. Take a listen. Um, is, babies are not getting made tonight. Not here on company property. <laughs> if you're going to have intercourse, please go beyond the flood lamps at the perimeter of the plaza and into the Rite Aid parking lot. This is still an office. And even though it's dark outside, the rules don't turn off. The rules may not turn off, but your inhibitions can. <laughs> and remember that tonight, the decisions you make will have consequences that will haunt you for the rest of your professional lives. And um, 
And so have fun. Yeah, Mary, way to psych everybody up. <laughs> Such a good movie, man. I'm going to have to watch that. Like, that's funny. Well, I feel like HR never shows up to any of our Christmas parties. I don't think uh, she's ever been at any of the ones here. Last uh, number of years? I don't think she has either. They just don't want to see what goes down. Or she knows what happens when she drinks too much booze. Oh, she's the one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. the problem. I uh, text with the 480 at my old job's Christmas party. I was supposed to be the DD between my ex and I. My boss and his wife offered me a shot. I told them I could not because I was driving. He says, what the heck? Your ex can drive. Take the shot or you don't get your bonus. Oh. My Wait. brain says, yeah. <laughs> My ex could drive. Long story short, my boss and I ended up wasted and crying together. <laughs> but fun. did you get your bonus, though? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, text at the 623. I once got in a fist fight with my boss's, uh, with my wife's boss for groping her. I went to jail. He got fired, and my wife got a promotion. <laughs> There's a lot going on there. That's a lot. Fist fight with my <laughs> wife's boss for groping her. She got I went a promotion. To I, went to, I went to jail. He got fired. And my wife got a promotion. Well, I mean, that worked Locked out for you in the end, end, I guess. Yeah, yeah <laughs> sounds like it. Probably uh, needed the promotion to get the extra money. Get yeah, you out probably. Of jail. Text of the 928. Back in the day when I was in the Air Force, we had a Christmas party. I may have done <laughs> sexy time with my supervisor <laughs> in the armory. Whoopsie. Wow. May have. Uh, may have. <laughs> Text with the 208. Small company Christmas party, and the manager got drunk and told the entire staff that he had been embezzling from the company. <gasps> Everyone got a $5,000 Christmas bonus <laughs> and a request to keep things quiet. What do you think happened, Cheyenne? What? What do you think happened? Oh, he paid everybody off for sure. No. He's in federal prison. Somebody still ratted him oh, out. Really? Oh, my God. <laughs> That and sucks. probably get the 5000 bucks. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.